Are we live? Are we rolling? We are live. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hello. This is the Tangent Podcast. Tangents with Colleen and Mike. What's up, Mike? How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? <sighs> Almost good. How was that? Was that professional? Fresh out of the <laughs> oven. Cue the intro, my friends. <laughs> what is up? That's it? That's we're, gonna it. Start? we're just going to start. Yeah. I, I just come back after two weeks and this is how you introduce me? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Welcome everyone to a new episode of Bed Bed with my friend Colleen, who's been long gone for a while, but he's back now. I have been returned home, you have safe and sound. By the airplane. <laughs> You've been returned home. I have been returned. I've you been have delivered. Been. They sent you back. They were like, nah, this one's broken. Send yeah, we had enough of them. What's up? He's becoming too famous. How you doing? <laughs> I'm He's doing good. Too famous. I'm sad to be back, actually. If yeah, there, well. I'm telling you, if there was good internet in Egypt, I would have stayed for two weeks. At least another two weeks. Really? Yeah. Well, why? Why, why is that? Because it was good. Was it fake good? fake life living in the resort, it's good. Real life's not that good. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, what was life outside of the resort? Uh, well, that was just... just <laughs> Don't allow me to to create any impression. Just let's go straight to the shit pile. Let's Literally. yeah. Let's start Literally with the negative with the shit part. Pile. With the sorry, with the constructive part. With the constructive. What's constructive? But they're not constructing shit. I'll tell you they're something. They're not constructing. They're anything. not constructing. Anything. I'll tell you something. If if I learn anything about Egyptian culture, and I'm 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 joking here, they are not finishing anything. They don't finish their shit. They start with the pyramids, and they're like, you know what? This We're is done. enough. Yeah, this, this is, is enough. This is it. This planet has seen enough from us. We did our part. <laughs> Really? Yeah, no, seriously. Not, not necessarily that bad, but it's a... I say it's a cultural thing, but one of the things, one of my guides... It's a flaming shit pile, isn't it? I mean, flaming <laughs> just because of the, it's, a, it's a desert. Everything is flaming. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it is a shit pile. So, yeah. But one of the things one of my guides t- uh, told me is that, you know, the... Uh, your guys or your guides? One of my guides. 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 All right, all right, we had several guides. We had, like, a guy there. A guy. Like, you made a friend. You're like, he's my I made my several. Guy. I'm a social person. Social fucking bee, aren't you? Mm, a little, little social butterfly. <laughs> so tell Flip us, tell us about it. Tell us, tell us about Egypt. Okay. Let me finish the story with not finishing things first. Yes. <laughs> Just as always. So, you know, you probably know. I mean, everybody probably knows because everybody, everybody's mother in Romania has been to Egypt by now and saw pictures and stories from the Valley of the Kings. I mean, I'm going to tell you, there's a valley of the kings where basically kings, I mean, pharaohs were, uh, are buried, were buried until they were discovered. Were they buried in the pyramids? Were the pyramids like big burial grounds? If I remember correctly, and I might be wrong because my history is shit and I didn't go there for history, but this, these ones were before the pyramids. Oh, so the pyramids were just three distinct. They're more than three. Pharaoh Pyramids? Yeah. Oh, okay. are like so- a lot of them. Like a shit oh. full of pyramids, but the the three oh. ones are the bigger bigger ones. Okay, that the one everybody knows and are famous. So before they had one valley where they buried all of them, and then at some point they're like, "Nah, man, we're gonna build." Yeah, I need something bigger. Yeah, people need to know where I'm buried. <laughs> people know. <laughs> people know need to know what it at. <laughs> exactly. What it at, fam? <laughs> but basically, how it, w- it went down is once the kid becomes a pharaoh, mm-hmm. because usually they start as kids. They start burying, uh, digging his uh, tomb, right? Right, and they keep digging until he dies. So there's no plan of actually finishing it. 
Oh. And once the Pharaoh dies, they have, I think, something like 60 or 90 days to finish everything, mummify him, and just close the whole tomb and Holy seal everything from the world. Really? Yeah, so that there's no... really unproductive. I mean, it kind of is, but it's opulence, so they don't care oh. about that. And there was a shit ton of people that had nothing to do, so there was extra labor out there, so I didn't think anybody cared. Okay. But that's the point. They, like, they, we have jobs. What are we building? Who cares? We have jobs. Who cares? We can eat. <laughs> huh. But that's what I'm saying. They didn't finish any any of the tombs because there was no plan of finishing it. Okay, interesting. Didn't know that. But if you go to the cities nowadays, nothing is finished. Like, no paint. The stories are not finished. Really? The buildings that people live in look like they're, like, 70-80% finished. Really? No finer details, no nothing. Oh, and I made a joke for the whole holiday, the whole vacation, that Egyptian people, they don't finish their shit. Wow. They keep like 30% of their poop in them. They don't eliminate all of their shit. I'm sorry, that was... You keep one for the road. What if you, if you don't need <laughs> keep to keep one for the road? What if I'm hungry later? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Uh, About that, did, did you know? Oh, God. Did you know oh. that camel poop can last 40 days in the desert without smelling? Camel poop doesn't smell? In the desert, yes, for 40 days. And you can use it to start a fire. And w what happens after 40 days? Why does it start smelling? Do I look like I stayed 40 days in the desert? I don't know. <laughs> you asked. You had a guy and a guy. I, mean, I guess it, the rottens or something mm. has to start smelling at some point. But that's what he said. In 40 days, it doesn't smell in the desert. For and you can use days, it as 40 cold. nights. Huh, interesting. Yeah. And you can use it for fire. Is it, is it dry? Yeah. I mean, even if it's not dry, it's in the desert, so it will get dry really fast. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, that's a fun fact. Got any more of those zingers that you brought back from Egypt? I mean, if you want to stay at the, at the poopy subject, <laughs> everybody will get poopy problems when they go to Egypt. Really? Yeah. There's Why? no way around it. Maybe if you stay not long enough, you might. Okay. Because it took me like, I think, something like eight or nine days. So if I was there for only a week, I could have dodged it. I've been, for the record, I've been in Egypt for two weeks straight. Okay. So everybody knows. And somewhere around eighth or ninth day, I got the stomach problems. Really? Yeah, but is I'm... Is it their food or what? Uh, No, food is decent. Food is decent. I mean, you were in a resort. Did you eat anything traditional? I'm not sure because like it was... pizza and pasta and shit? There was pizza and pasta, but Obviously. there was also... Uh, there's, I've tried looking into it. There's nothing really that specific about Egypt. So if you okay. look at the most traditional dish I could find, it's basically meat, like chicken or beef or um, oh, really? how do you call it, lamb. And the particularity in it is that they have potatoes, rice, and pasta in the same plate. Oh, so a lot of carbs. That's weird. Well, I mean, I'm guessing you need a lot of carbs to survive it's a, in the it's desert. It's a desert country, so huh. I guess and that's where it's, it so came it's from. it's heavy in carbs. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. The sweets are good, not very sugary, but kind of well, okay. Yeah. They're not mass produced. I don't necessarily recommend beef. Oh. In the hotel I stayed in, the beef wasn't great. Chicken was good, and lamb was off the notch, but not beef. Top notch. Top notch. Off the notch. Off the charts. No, it was, it was higher than the notch. The top <laughs> notch. It was off the notch. <laughs> but yeah, the problem is, I think it's with the water. Because they tell you never drink tap water. You only drink really? bottled water. And I'm guessing at some point somewhere you maybe get a, a ice cube or somebody puts the really? tap water in a, in a food or something. Some, somehow you have to get some normal water. Wow. And what what happens? You just get diarrhea? You just get diarrhea. Like it could be a milder or stronger case. 
And it depends. Here's here's what separates people. There I've seen two categories of here's people. Here's how we separate men from boys. Exactly. So there's me, which I'm I, I like to think myself a as a, a responsible adult. Uh-huh. If I get stomach problems, I go on a diet for a day or two because there's the things you need to eat when you have diarrhea. And then there was part of my friends who decided to take a different pill pill each day. Pill. Pill. And continue on drinking beer. Uh, every day and they have toilet problems for six days straight emodium emodium but don't fucking drink beer once, I mean, once you have yeah. stomach problems because it doesn't Take work more emodium you don't you don't drink beer and you don't drink wine nothing that's fermented if you have to drink at least drink uh, spirits. strong yeah spirits or strong liquor because that's actually helps you with the with the stomach issues okay okay uh, interesting i if i'd go there i wouldn't fucking notice because I get, I get the poopies anyway by from anything, so I'd just be like, it's a fucking regular day for me. So just another week with the modium for you. Yep, well, I guess. I I, I started drinking a lot of uh, mint, peppermint tea. Okay. Helps. I see. Surprisingly I see, I see. helps. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> okay, right. yeah, and another, if we're on um, words of caution in the beginning, another one. Whenever you go another to... Another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. <laughs> if you ever go to an all-inclusive and you like drinking, bring your own booze. Oh, boy. Go to a supermarket. No, just bring your own booze. From Romania? Yeah. How? Is like, that legal? Of course it is. You you put it on the big bag, not the one. The big bag. You put the big boy bag. You put the big boy bag. Because you're not a peasant. You don't go with a backpack in Egypt. Okay. Uh, Why? It's super expensive. I'm not sure. So uh, where we st- uh, we stayed for like the two weeks, it was a hotel in a resort. Like there were, I think, three hotels and some sort of a complex. Okay. There were stores near it, but I couldn't didn't necessarily saw liquor stores. You can buy liquor at the at the hotel reception, mm-hmm. which was not that pricey. But ideally, it won't be the good ones. The ones that, uh, like, especially if you like to drink fine whiskey or cognacs or stuff uh, like that, you okay. won't find it. Like our options were uh, one bottle of ouzo, one bottle of grappa, and one bottle of whiskey. I think those were our three options of bottles right. and beer bottle, b- bottles of beer. Okay, but they closed everything. So where we still lived, they everything closed at twelve, and then you had day no at night. Oh, but if you're if you're there for okay. partying and you like drinking until twelve in the two two in the night like we did, you need your own supply of booze, or you need to buy from there. But it's not great. Oh, uh, okay. Also, the beer we had was bad. Really? Like there was uh, we I was in a group of nine people, mm-hmm. and we will usually order like ten beers mm. straight up when we get to the table. Out of the ten beers, six of them had different colors <laughs> and levels of trans- oh, transparency. God. <laughs> it was bad. The and same brand. It was the local brand. It was it didn't so have a brand. You, you they, all... they were served. Hear me. They were served in like this small glass uh, glasses, Half pint or whatever. Not even like two hundred mils or something. Oh god! Like if you are thirsty, that one just goes down the throat what like that. The fuck, Egypt! I'm telling you, these people are not prepared for Romanian drinkers. Oh boy, they are not prepared. No, either that or you need to tip. If you tip well, you get good service. It took us like. Six days, I think. No, but yeah, six days, roughly six days, to find out that if if we tip the per, the correct person, we can get uh, tequila shots and bottles, uh, glasses of cognac, at the table. Mm. 
Because for the first couple of days, we were afraid that how, can, how the fuck are we going to get drunk here? <laughs> Jesus. Because you could drink like 20 of those beers along the day and you feel nothing. Okay. But wow. there's ways. I'm telling you, there's ways. You have to make friends with everybody. <laughs> and you have to tip. 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 A tip talks, money talks. Yeah. Because allegedly, uh, we were instructed that in Arabic cultures, there's this thing like if I uh, help you with a service of any way, or if I help you in any way, there it's uh, courtesy to give me like a monetary payment back. Okay. Like symbolic, it doesn't have to be a lot. But take this and put it in a touristic con- uh, context, so everybody expects tips. Oh, yeah. That's... But it's fine. So the service is okay to bad but if you tip it it gets better but it's just remember that this is part of it i never found out how this works between two egyptians okay two egyptians help each other do you actually pay did they pay each other how much did they pay each other i could could Mm. never find this out okay but it's a tipping culture and you have to remember that yeah that sounds a lot like home kind of kind of in a way in a way it's a bit I guess it's a bit worse because it's in a tourist place and it's yeah. in your face, like very in your face. But it works. Dick in the and, face, obvious. And tips are not. I mean, on let's say we have one uh, place, one bar, a sports bar. The one place Ooh, that was open boy. until twelve at night, starting from eight, eight to twelve. It was a sports bar that was where everybody would went in the evening if you wanted to do anything. And I guess across one evening, for 10 people, we might have tipped like, I would say roughly 10, 12 euros, like one euro per person. It's not a lot of money, but just you have to remember, you have to do it constantly. And you make friends. Once you pay them, they're good friends. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, Okay. so help me out here because I have a long list of stories I can tell because it's two weeks. Where do I start? What do you want to know? Apart from poopy, from poopy stick. You have you don't know anything I've done almost. No. You went scuba diving. You went to the went Valley of diving. Kings and, and the pyramids. And I saw some videos on Facebook on that. And that's... I still haven't posted any of my shit. Pretty much I'm still it. waiting to get all the you pictures. You were tagged on a lot of shit. I was tagged on a lot of shit. I participated. Who the fuck, who the fuck was with you that had time to edit videos while on holiday? That's our boy Dennis. What the fuck? Because uh, I would like, I was like, bam, 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 on Facebook, and then I was like, ooh, fine-tuned drone filmed. It was fuck, a drone film. It was awesomely filmed, fucking edited video, and I'm like, why would anyone edit videos on a holiday? Because we uh, spend a lot of time in buses to get from one place <laughs> really? to another. Yeah. And he'd do that on his laptop? No, on, a, on his phone. On his fucking phone? On his fucking phone. Oh boy. No, it's insane. Wow. I, I, I'm almost certain My he movie. took the best pictures and I'm waiting for him to give me those pictures until I post my shit. Yeah. But the guy is actually very versatile with phones and cameras and okay. taking pictures and videos. What does videos. he do for a living? Is this what he does? No, he's a programmer. Of course he's a programmer. Of course he's a program programmer. Oh God, I hate, I hate our creed. I hate ourselves. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's begin then. Right. I have not been to an all-inclusive hotel since I was, I think, 6th or 7th grade. Okay. I have completely forgotten how that experience is. I do not consider it proper traveling. <laughs> right? It's, it's vacation, but it's not traveling. 
Yeah, because we love Bosqueterreala, and Bosqueterreala does not fit in a fucking all-inclusive hotel. Absolutely not. So the, for the first, I guess, two days until we actually started going on trips, it felt like it was this simulation of a fake life. Okay. I, I I told you this. I told another friend. I don't remember which cartoon, which anime, which TV series had this, but there was an episode of something like this when all the uh, the main cast is in some simulation and everybody's doing whatever they love doing and they just forget about each other and the main character just realizes this is fake and brings everybody back together. Matrix. <laughs> eh. Somewhat. But I kind of feel like that for for one or two days and because you were eating, you were going to the beach, eating, drinking, beach, eating, drinking, beach. It was just that all over again. Sounds but, boring. Uh, I thought it was going to be boring, but that was just the first two days. Okay. I mean, the day we arrived, which is in the evening. Well, you didn't go day. with someone. The, the person who organized it is someone who owns a tourism company. So yes. you'd assume that she knows what the fuck she's doing. And taking and she you did. to all the places. And, and she did. And yes, she did. We actually had drama because she did. <laughs> Drama? <laughs> a bit of a drama. Because, Go on. <laughs> because the hotel we uh, we stayed in it belongs to this uh, huge uh, tourism company called okay. Etsy. Etsy? Etsy. E-T-I. Oh, Etsy. Etsy. Not Every- like Etsy, the one where people sell homemade shit. No, not that one. <laughs> E-T-I. Right, okay. And um, the because the hotel belongs to this company, there's only one agent a representative in the hotel that can show you what trips you can take. Oh, okay. right? and they have a, a list of them, which is basically what. Oh, so you went to a hotel and they have like those that panel of brochures of all the shit that you can do around, and you just pick one, and then like this is what we're gonna do. That's basically what you, what you're doing, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So we have this uh, agent who showed us what she had on offer, but there was no contract telling us we have to buy it from her. <laughs> right. So our friend Raluca, who is a, uh, a tourist agent, which I strongly recommend. What what's what's the name of the? Let's make a plug. What's the name? Is it Set, Set Tour? Set Tour. Everyone, Set tour. go to this, look on Google for Set Tour and book your holiday. Book your today. holiday with Raluca. Woo. You won't regret it. Yeah. So because she actually knows what she's doing, she found out a local guide who had better deals. And better trips. Deals, 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 baby! In the country where we love tipping. Like, we found <laughs> trips that were actually better than the ones that we were pre- that were presented to us. How much better statistically? <sighs> uh, yellow percent. <laughs> yellow percent. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> I don't know. No, but like, I don't know, like 20% cheaper uh, or something or what? Uh, cheap uh, as price. I think they were at, not necessarily half, but at wow. least not... Uh, one third cheaper or something maybe almost to half wow, but okay. i'm biased because the the most expensive one that was on the on display was a trip to cairo mm-hmm. when you see the some museum the pyramids and the sphinx and we kind of uh, mixed that and we took two days in cairo which was a very good idea okay oh that was like a one-day trip that was normally that's a one-day yeah. trip yeah, you, yeah. you you leave at 12 uh, at 2 a.m from the hotel you drive all night. What? Yeah. Then you see the museum. Then you see the pyramids. Then you see the Sphinx. And then you come back and you arrive like again at 12 in the night. Jesus. And that's excruciating. And we were dumb. We were so dumb that we had a trip in that day where we have been all day in the desert. Then we get back home. We eat dinner. We go to the party. We drink until 1 a.m. Then we go to make our bags. And then we live for this trip. 
<laughs> don't do this. I mean, didn't you sleep on the bus? No, it was terrible. Really? Or the bus is shit? It was, uh, how do you call it? The microbus. It's a microbus. It's, I, get, I don't know. Like, like it's a tiny bus. This yeah, tiny, bus, tiny with, bus with two uh, seats. A mini bus. A mini bus. <laughs> And I, I tried sleeping. It didn't work. I tried uh, laying on my side on two chairs. It didn't work. Oh when boy. I got in, in Cairo, my back hurts. My neck hurt. Everything. I felt oh. like a needy old man. It was bad. But it, the cool thing about it is we took two days and we spent one night in Cairo. Yeah. And the cool part is you can find uh, hotels that have... They are facing the pyramids. Mm-hmm. You can see the pyramids from your room. Mm-hmm. And those are quite cheap if you go with a group. Because they have rooms. Right. The ones we the one we found had rooms of like f- uh, five to six people. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it ended up being like 27 euros per night for each of us. Okay. Breakfast included. Okay. Which is a, which is a done deal. And also... A done deal. It's a done deal. Not a dumb deal. No, no. It's a done deal. It's you see dumb. it and it's a done <laughs> It's done, it. it's done, fam. It's done. Take it. Done, fam. Also, for whoever doesn't know, because I have not seen this in any, anybody's stories so far, the pyramids have a light show of their own. A light show? A light like show. At night? Yeah, they, they let out uh, the pyramids. I did not know that. I'm telling you this. Hey. Also, the Sphinx. <laughs> because I've showed the pictures to a couple do they, of my friends. Uh, do, they, do they project an, a nose on the Sphinx? Because it doesn't have one? I don't know. <laughs> I've not seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? I, I've seen the Sphinx. I've not seen a nose when, with the light show, but I don't think they do. Did you see the light show on the Sphinx? Yeah. Oh, okay. But basically, okay. the Sphinx just turned um, green. fluorescent green. Because it's not, it's not like they have like circles and fireworks. It just, they light up in different colors. It's oh, not that big okay. of a deal, but it's something that happens. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Hey, you yeah, know, and it you're there. Might as well. But I'm, I'm saying especially, particularly about the Sphinx, because I've shown pictures to my friends and there's the three pyramids. Mm-hmm. Either all in the same color or different colors. And as right down there, down there, the, the, the green little spot, that's the Sphinx. He's doing his part. He's doing his best. <laughs> He's doing his best. How much yeah. bigger or smaller is the Sphinx compared to the free pyramids? Less impressive than we would expect. Really? Yeah, especially since you can go, uh, you can go inside the pyramids, so you get really close and personal to them. But the Sphinx, you have to stay at a distance. And yeah, because they fucking ruined his nose. I mean. They all send the movie, but <laughs> but what I'm saying, um, since Close. you're far away, yeah. it is big, but next to the pyramid is not that big. Like it's, it's really, fine. yeah, it's like are the pyramids that huge? Oh yeah, at least the big one. It's big. Is how big is like one layer? Because you know it has like the steps, right? So like one step, one layer. How big are the rocks? Are they uh, yeah, taller yeah, than uh, you? No one. Uh, one block of stone is like I would say almost knee high. Oh, almost knee high, but so there's a lot it. of them. You can climb it. You could. You definitely could. It's not allowed, but you could. I wanted to. I know it's not allowed. I mean. I've seen someone while you were on holiday. I saw someone on Facebook who's like, "Oh, tourist climbed on pyramid, even though he was not allowed, and took pictures from up there, and it looks cool or whatever." Yeah, that was supposed to be me. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, should I tell this, or should I let other people get shocked? Oh, I'm going to tell it. Oh, no. We don't have that. Spoil it. We don't have that much of a big audience. And by now, everybody has been to (laughs) Egypt. I haven't. Uh, You know the story. Which one? What happens inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. Go for it. I mean, it was a small shock for me. And at least 
I can at least explain it because I saw the people that were with me that didn't quite understand what was happening. Okay. So, but you did because you're special. I'm special. I'm such a snowflake in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> like I'm basically a drop of water, I'm but like, very pure water. <laughs> I'm like better than water from the Nile. Nothing is better than water from the Nile. Have you drank? Have you drank it? No. Fuck no. <laughs> then why would you know that? Because the Nile gives life to whole the whole well, of Egypt. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm I might be special, but I'm not that special. <laughs> also, I'm I'm yeah. so glad I'm not speaking in tourist English. I was afraid I needed like a two weeks uh, rehabilitation. What's from tourist English? Give us a sample. I'm Come gonna... on. My friend, you see, so you can talk in tourist English, yes? And we can talk like oh, this, yes? It's easy, it's fine, very good, very good. Yes, yes, simple English, no verbs, oh. no tenses, it's just English, we do good here, yes? We go there now, please, yes, good. Not Neanderthalian, but almost. <laughs> oh, I hate that. But I get it, I get well, it though. at least people can talk to you and you can talk to people and yeah. you understand each other. We have a Romanian saying, what was it? You spoke so much your hands hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I, Italian? <laughs> well, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was, it was fun actually understanding. If you think about it, you are in Africa and you understand African people. You can. It's it's fine as it is, honestly. But yeah. you just you get sucked into it because you, I'm always always I'm always afraid to go too fluent on English. That's my day to day life, dude, in Romania because uh, I've lived in the UK and I can speak. I can speak like this, but I cannot speak like this in normal day-to-day -day life. Because everyone's like, I'm just going to say something. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I am going to say something. And they're like, oh, okay. Why didn't you say that? I'm like, least I'm fucking, oh, whatever. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I'm, I'm never, I'm never, I never knew the answer to this. Like, if I, if you speak English, and let's say you consume English media. Yeah. You probably can understand proper English, although you cannot speak it properly. But I'm almost afraid okay. if, if you speak it up to this level, I'm gonna speak it up to this level. Oh yeah, yeah. and it gets it gets like it, it sticks with you. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I feel conversation that would just end in "Hey, my friend, long hair, I don't care," and everybody would laugh, and that was the joke. This is the second time you say that. Long hair, don't care. Yeah. Is that a thing that they say there? No, that's a thing that I said there because I don't have long hair. And everybody would love you. Oh, that was a, like your go-to joke. To be yeah, like, everybody has their one something. Yeah, especially they're like their zinger. And especially in tourist English. Catchphrase. Okay, back to the pyramids. Yes. So you can go inside the pyramids. It's, mm -hmm. it's You have to pay extra. It's like, I think, something like 10 euros. Totally worth it. But you can go inside the big pyramid. That's the only one you can get big inside. Big boy pyramid. Out which of the that three. one? Do you know which one that one is? I think that's Chaops's. Okay. Big boy Chaops. Big dick Chaops. <laughs> So you go inside the pyramid. It's very claustrophobic. If somebody, is, I saw in the videos. If somebody is claustrophobic, you not do not go, go inside the there. pyramid. You did not go. They're so big yet so small. Yeah, yeah. that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flashbacks. So yet yeah, you have these tunnels. You have to crouch through them. You have like a ladder, obviously added later on for tourists, and you can have to go up like sixty meters. It's basically just empty tunnels. There's no hieroglyphs. There's no painting. There's no nothing. It's just empty tunnels. Mm. Eventually, you get in a big room and you see Do like... they have traps like in Indiana Jones? No, they don't. We've, we've been told that that's a lie. That's a myth. Oh. Also, if you just ask this, I'm going to explain what happens with the curse of the pharaohs. So wait, before that, yeah, Tomb Raiders, like actual, not movie, but like actual Tomb Raiders, there's no traps that they had to go for when they discovered it. It was just like, thing... 
pickaxe, wall, broken, oh, gold. And well, basically. Stuff. Oh, okay. Basically, especially because uh, huh, Tomb Raiding. And it's not like even a labyrinth or something? Like the, 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 the tunnels are not complicated or whatever? So here's the thing, because Tomb Raiding started, it's not in the pyramids that much. It's in the Valley of the Kings. Okay. And basically the idea was there was no there were no traps because when they uh, dig them, dug them, they weren't planning for them to be known, the location. It wasn't supposed to be known. They were supposed to be sealed. Nobody was supposed to know where they are. Okay. So there was no point in making any traps for them. Oh. That's actually a, a fun uh, a fun story of how King Tut's uh, tomb was discovered. Oh. You know King Tut and Tutankhamun? Tutankhamun. 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 Yeah. Uh, it's Tut. basically it's uh, it's it's a small tomb because he's a young king, so they don't yeah. have didn't have enough time to dig it uh, big enough. Oh, that makes sense. But so it, wait, he's in the Valley of the Kings, not in the pyramid. Yeah. Okay, because so that a, means that he's older, right? Because the Valley of the Kings was before pyramids? I think so. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, right, but basically, if you go to the Valley of the Kings, you can pay an extra price to see King Tut's uh, tomb. Okay. I didn't. Asshole. Eh. It's basically the I same I mean, he's tomb. not there. He's in France or somewhere, Actually, right? there is a replica of the of the mummy in there. And nobody told us there's a replica of the mummy. So, spoilers over there. <laughs> okay. But basically, what happens and why this thing is so famous is because it's the... I think it's the latest one that was discovered. Or at least, at the time, it was the latest one that was... obviously The latest, like, tomb. Yeah. Okay. There's another pharaoh's tomb that's right above it. Okay. I don't... I cannot remember. It's probably one of the Cheopses because there's a lot of Cheopses. <laughs> okay. And the story goes that they were thinking in that tomb, and there was this, I cannot remember if it was a French or a German guy, but there's this archaeologist. Yeah. He was thinking with the people over there, and they had like this um, vases, vases of Vase. water. Yeah. And the, uh, the water from those were, were dripping, was dripping, and it made a puddle somewhere on the stone. And then there was one donkey who stepped on that, and his uh, hoof went straight to it through it okay and they realized there's something down there and they dig there and that's how they find king tut's oh, grave okay interesting and that's the one that actually had gold in it if you go to the cairo museum there is a section dedicated to king tut's gold hmm. which you're not allowed to take photos of i'm not sure why but i managed to sneak one out of it <gasps> and it's the weirdest shit i could see because it was basically a glove for your Wait, for you his snuck foot. what? A photo. Oh, okay. I didn't steal. I didn't steal any gold. <laughs> I didn't steal any gold. I didn't even steal clams. Return to slab <laughs> or suffer my curse. <laughs> but basically, it was a glove for his foot. It was oh. not a shoe. It was not a shoe. A, those are called socks. It wasn't. It was a golden sock. All that right. would go only up to his toes and half of his uh, foot. That's some weird okay. OnlyFans <laughs> fetish there. I am not sure. <laughs> okay. Weird. Yeah. So that's with the with the Tomb Raiders. And yes. also there's no actual curse of the pharaohs. What happened is that the tombs being sealed and they were sealed for like four or five thousand years or how many the fuck they yeah. were sealed. A lot. There was a lot of either bacteria or methane. Nathan, oh. guess. And you break that and everybody gets either sick or just dies because they get intoxicated of the air. Well, yeah, it's dead people in there. Exactly. They eliminate something, methane or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the whole 
curse oh, of it. Oh, that's to break it up. Yeah. That makes sense, mate. Uh, then it. Okay. Okay, so back to trippy shit. Yes. Pyramids. Trippy shit. So you go in the pyramids, you walk upstairs like 60 meters, and then you end up in this room. There, then there's. Hold one... on a minute. Hold on. Did you bring me anything from Egypt? Yes. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking now, like, we should take a, a, a picture for the episode, and I'm like. We should take a of something Egyptian. I don't have anything. Did you bring me anything? I came well prepared. Nice. There's, All right. There's a reason I'm wearing a shirt because the the way we're going to take the picture is the outfit I decided that I'm, I'm going to wear when I'm exiting Egypt. And we'll, all comes back. We'll get to that in oh, a minute. All right. So, I mean, trippy shit. So, trippy sorry. Shit. Sorry, sorry for Pyramid, 60 meters yes. up, whatever. You get to this room and then there's one hallway, small, very small hallway. You have to crouch, make like five steps, and then you're in the room with the tomb. Okay. Right? And before I get there, along the way, you'll hear people like maybe guides, maybe somebody in your group. Somebody has heard some conspiracies about the pyramids being on this... Um, Indian and burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. But like this uh, magnetic center of the earth or oh, like oh, this yeah, I've heard energy of yeah, center yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right beneath that's the pyramids. That's why they're there and not somewhere that's else. That's why they're okay. there and all the good stuff, right? And like the Mayan ones are also on one of those. And Obviously, all those yes. coincidence. Okay, so, yeah, I get it. You hear this and then you go to the pyramids. Outside of the pyramids, it's so much sun, so many people trying mm-hmm. to sell you stuff, tourists. Oh, God. And you get in the pyramids... It's a bit more quiet. There's still tourists that you need to make sure that you can walk around. Does then you get, get in this room. Does it get intimate with the other tourists? There's a profound sexual tension when you're in this whole oh, hallway. Yeah. That you, this, not even a hallway, like a, what do you call it? Gong. I guess. <laughs> like this small thing you have to go through and you're crouching and you're going down and somebody's coming up and you're like, who's going to step aside and who's going to go and like... who has priority here all right also you're inside of a pyramid so i'm telling a strong strong sexual tension no exactly (laughs) yes so you're in this room you get to the uh, room with the tomb let's call the tomb chamber because it sounds better so you get in the tomb chamber and the air just changes like that like air is completely different yeah because you're inside a fucking thing but you were inside the fucking thing all along yeah, but, you know, but it, tunnels and shit and wind and then... Well, this is connected room. to everything. Yeah, like, this is just the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it was a big room. It's a big room. The air is more static in a big room. Okay, hear me, hear me, hear Okay. I'm going to explain. I'm <laughs> yes. going to explain. Scientifically. Also scientifically. Okay. So you get in this room and the air changes like that. Like, it gets Boom. deeper. It gets more heavy in a way. Yeah, because it's a big fucking room. For some fucking reason I cannot understand and nobody can explain this to me, there's a fucking speaker... There's a speaker in the room that plays some weird, trippy, binaural beats music. Okay. Like, it sounds like meditation music, but it also sounds really trippy. It's one of those, it's like... scary. Like, it sounds... Oh, wow, like meditation. Like meditation, but also that's like a burial ceremony at the same time. That's like, cool. It is. But then, you get up from... As I said, you're crouching to get in here. You get up. And there's like 30 people in this room, which is maybe a bit bigger than our studio. Okay. So not very big. Not very big. I mean, let's say people's a lot of people. The same width, then one and a half times long. Okay. 30 people. Not very big. No. 
30 people and the first thing you see there's a couple of them they are facing the walls and just standing straight looking at the walls <laughs> there's a couple of them that have their backs on the walls standing straight and looking like they're on an ayahuasca trip so wait these are people who are inside the pyramid just inside there. that's their job like they're no, not tourists no, no. There's, there's these are tourists oh these are normal people that are just staring at the walls so they're like take picture take picture and like backpacks and shit yeah but they're not taking picture they're staring yeah, at yeah. the freaking wall Okay. Then you have others that are standing in lotus, just meditating. Some others that oh, are laying on weird. the ground on their back and doing some holotropic breathing. Because I saw one guy, his rib cage was just expanding like, like this. Wow. Then you have people just... Uh, are you sure they were not paid to be there? No. But... No, you're not sure? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. It makes no sense for them to be paid to be there. Also, there are a lot of people that are just touching and trying to breach inside the tomb. And, and Weird. And the whole mixture of these things just makes you feel like there has to be something in there. Like you feel some energy rising. You feel your body, something changes because of the air and everybody just in music and whatever the fuck is going on. Trippy. And I got confused. I also touched the, the tomb because I had to. I have a picture. were like, I want out. I don't like this. It initially, for like a minute or two, this is very weird. Then I kind of understood. I, I realized what kind of a people I'm I'm meeting here. It's like on an acid trip. It's like, oh, no. I guess this is the next eight hours of my life. Whoopsie doodles. Yeah, I guess I'm stuck here. <laughs> it's a weird thing because you kind of wanted to stay there a bit more. Right. Because uh, Why didn't you? There were four of us who paid to be inside the pyramid. Okay. Three of us went inside at the same time. One was late because he wanted to do a whole circle of the pyramid before and he found out you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> but he was late at the party. So the three of us get got in. We saw whatever was happening. We took our pictures and then we went out. Do you have pictures of that shit? Some, because there was one guy who just stopped us and said, don't take pictures that would show somebody's face or uh, anybody's face. And I like to pictures, pictures. GDPR, man. Yeah, You're GDPR. a programmer. You should know about that I shit. I know that shit. But, like, <laughs> ah! uh, but I don't have the pictures to actually illustrate how weird this oh, scene okay. was. Our guy, Dennis, he has like a half a video of the room. <gasps> if I get that, I'll show it to you. That yes. might be more conclusive. So we okay. get out, the three of us. And halfway, halfway out, we meet our other friend who was going up. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking... Well, screw you guys. I have to go back. I have to answer some questions here. <laughs> I need answers. Exactly. That was my whole, I need to know this because I paid here. I'm never going to come back here. I need to understand what's happening I paid here. money for this. Exactly. I need to find out. So I go back. Okay. I go back with this other guy. Uh-huh. The, we got in. It was The room was less crowded. It was okay. just the spiritual people that were inside. And by this time, they we, have to be people who are paid to be there, man. They can't just be there and they stay can. there. They That's, can. Nobody's. I. I, she, I don't, so were you guys in a I rush? don't think there's any security in the pyramids. Is the, ooh. I don't think there's any security in pyramids. <laughs> stolen a rock. <laughs> you can. There's no. Wait. Still, the, were the were the walls in the tomb? Were they like painted with? I was gonna say graffiti with the hieroglyphs. No, it's it's empty. Oh, it's just fucking walls. Yeah, it's, it's just, just walls. Rocks. Yeah. And like electric lights and whatever. Yeah. And wooden stairs. Okay. So I get back with, All this, right. with this other friend. It's anticlimactic a bit. I'm telling you, there's nothing really amazing to see about. It's just hallways. It's just the, the, the hallways feeling and, of it. Yeah, and tombs. Yeah, okay. Uh, we get back into the room. Less crowded this time. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost only the spiritual people. 
Again, a couple of them at the walls, a couple of them on Lotus position, a couple of them on the floor. And by this time, I'm just, I told the guy, you take a look around. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to try to meditate to see if something happens. When you're finished, knock on my shoulder and let's leave. So this guy, instead of actually looking around, he sits next to me and starts closing his eyes also. <laughs> and I meditate for a bit. I, I'm not going to, I felt a bit of something, but then I realized because I was, I went one time up and then half away back and half away back up again, I started sweating, right? Because okay. it's, you're in a tomb, there's no air. Yeah. And then I realized like all these uh, spiritual people, all these yogis, they, like <laughs> nobody had any muscles on them, right? They're just um, skinny. Those stereotypical, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The stereotypical <laughs> yogis that are just flexible and that's it. <laughs> I've traveled the world. I'm selling him a lion um, wardrobes and stuff like that kind of people. And braids, yep. yeah, braids yeah, braids. Like, so I'm standing there, sweating my uh, my ass off, and I'm looking at. Well, of course, like there's 30 people. Everybody's sweating in the same room that has no windows. There's trippy music, <laughs> and everybody thinks they're seeing Ramses the Third. Of course you're gonna go dizzy because there's no freaking air. And maybe, just maybe, a few of those got high earlier. Now they're sweating all the all the all the weed. That out could of also them. be possible. And then everyone's getting secondhand high or thirdhand high. That could also be possible. Also, <laughs> by the second time I got there, the, another interesting thing happened. People were queuing to get inside the tomb and lay down in the tomb. That's creepy. That's creepy. That's fucking okay. I just somewhat like, well, like I just somewhat regret not doing it. But I it's just creepy. imagine like a Romanian going there, and be like, "I want to sit there like a vampire because <laughs> I come with my own back cultural background." <laughs> but yeah, that oh, was that was a freaky story in the pyramids. And then I realized and it was that was just, it. Yeah, that was just it. Oh, and then you're like, "Oh, fuck these people." It's yeah, I understand. It's just sweat. It's just it's a lot of sweat. <laughs> in the air. It's skinny vegan sweat that's getting me high off my shit, man. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the cool thing about it is when you get outside of the pyramid, oh, the guys man. who sit at the entrance, everybody just greets you, welcome back. It kind of gives you a sense like you were the pharaoh, you were just reborn in the pyramid and you got out because that's the whole legend about it. Because hmm. that's why they were mummifying and preserving just, the pharaohs. Just imagine like this skinny, sun-kissed, like, you know, Egyptian clothing wearing kind of dude being like, Welcome back. And then like handing out his hand to get get a tip that he said that. And like, <laughs> exactly. this is my job. I just say this when people come out. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's all right. You ruined the whole magic of it. <laughs> also about tips. If you go to the pyramids, don't get at a, a, on a camel unless you purposefully and completely bargained it. Because we Compl were... Oh, bargained it? Bargained it. Really? Yeah, negotiate the, the whole price. Yeah. Because we were uh, warned that it, it costs some amount of money to get on the camel mm -hmm. it cost a different amount of money to get off the camel what <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry what so you could just pay some money and then be on a camel and then like well i'm going home with this thing no the guy has the the rope for the camel yeah but what if you refuse to pay to get off are you stuck on it forever i mean eventually you'll have to get off of it or do you have to pay more for sitting on it no, you have to pay for him to make the camel kneel so you can get off because the camel is quite high. But they, that, that's what I'm saying. That you'll pay a price to get a ride on the camel and then he'll ask for more money to let you get down on the camel. How high is the camel? <laughs> Pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> 
So did you ride on a camel? Yes, I did, but not on the not what on was the it pyramids. Like? What was it like? Was it was it like a the two humps or the one hump? Two humps. Two humps. So that's two humps. Okay, yeah, okay. That's a camel. That's a camel. The other ones are called something else. Uh, Tromader. Tromader, yeah. Tromader. Whatever the fuck that's name. Nerd. Who cares? Yeah, well. Okay, what was it like? It's kind of fine. Did you crush your balls? Was it anything like riding a horse? Not that I know, but you I've know, never parallels. rode on a horse, but Me it's, you sit in the saddle and it goes a bit like this, like back and forth and back and forth. Okay. But that's that's basically it. Did it squish your testicles? No. My testicles were fine. Right. My testicles enjoyed the camel. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The camel enjoyed your testicles, man. I'm sure. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. Oh, is it a female camel too? I have no idea. Fucking sheep shagger, mate. I, I pet Fucking her head. camel shagger, innit? I pet her head and just to <laughs> shank her, but I don't know if it was a her or not. Imagine or you were. Imagine you were a British tourist. I was gonna ask, like, did you get drunk and graffiti on the camel? <laughs> graffiti like fam blood. <laughs> oh boy! All right, and that was the whole pyramid experience. Well, basically, yeah. Did you go to the Valley of the Thing? Yeah. What was that like? Um, tombs, a lot of lots and lots of hieroglyphs. If you get a, a cool tour guide, he will kind of tell you how you can interpret some of the uh, hieroglyphs. Ooh, translate them. Yeah, there's basically the, <laughs> there's two ways you can write in pyramid in pyramids in, <laughs> in hieroglyphs. There's the ones that go from top to bottom. Yeah. And they're just drawings, and each drawing should be a letter. Okay, and a letter. A letter. Oh, that's complicated. Like the uh, sparrow is R or something like that. That's the so I, weird. it's an I or I don't know. It's so weird. It's like A is such a simpler shape to draw to convey the letter A than a fucking I animal. I mean, you haven't been in ancient Egypt. You don't know their <laughs> yeah, life. I mean, you know. But also there's these bigger drawings. They look like someone of like a, a painting. Mm-hmm. Those you can kind of understand. Like, for instance... And this is something that you love, because I don't think if I explained this to you. Did I tell no. you about the snakes? No, you didn't tell me anything about the Valley of the Kings. You just told me about this, about the okay. pyramids and scuba. So That's it. One thing in, uh, in the hieroglyphs is if you see a snake, okay, snakes usually represent bad omens or difficulties along the way. Ooh. Because the whole, most of the hieroglyphs inside of a tomb is something for like when the pharaoh rebirths, reborns, gets good to rebirth. Yeah. It will prepare him. No, when the soul of the pharaoh leaves his body, it will have to show him and prepare him for the journey ahead. That's so cool. And I fucking hate Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much cooler. Okay, hear me out. Okay, hear me, hear yeah, me, hear me out. So they, they have snakes that will show that there's problems. And there's also one uh, uh, painting that I have an image of. There's a whole boat that has the Egyptian eye and scarabs, that means good luck, good fortune, and foresight, Bra, that it's going on, it's on a long uh, slithering snake, which means uh, a journey of uh, difficulty. Difficulty. Oh, that's fucking cool! But, two stories back to back. There's one uh, one, uh, one mm. picture when there is, I think there's a god and a pharaoh, and mm-hmm. they have something like this long pipe that they're extending mm-hmm. to the next one, and you can see some steam going off of the pipe. I took smoking a, that weed, man. I, I, took, I took a picture <laughs> of it, and I, well, I went to my guide. I'm telling him, "Oh it, yeah, is this just a coincidence? Because that, that the uh, gods uh, extends a pipe to the pharaoh, and Egypt is the country of for hashish. Is it just a coincidence?" And the it guy, is? I'm at. This is what I'm asking. 
And oh. the answer I got is like, oh, he was confused. I asked what painting, and I showed him the picture. And oh, he was no, like, this- uh, what is the hashish? <laughs> <laughs> what is this hashish I never heard of? Uh, tell me, is this European? <laughs> and he, he looks at it and says, the whole thing is just like, it's for burning incense and perfume and something like that and then he finishes this explanation and i'm looking at him and he looks at me and i'm looking at him and he looks at me and he says but now that you mention it (laughs) (laughs) but now that you tell me this i take tip and then i tell this story further (laughs) but i told him this part this is my theory and he tells me this this other cool part that you're gonna love like he there was another painting of a i love how you know me so well (laughs) of a snake with three heads and legs. And my uh, first reaction is, how high were these people that the snakes had legs? First of all, but the guy a says... specific type of a, of a dragon thing. That's what a guy says. Yeah. It's, it's basically a very early depiction of a dragon. Yeah. Which dragons all along the history represented a difficult obstacle that needs to be surpassed. Yes, going to kill a dragon. Jordan they Peterson had talks about back that. then. Yeah, of course. It was just, they had, it was a snake with three heads. I mean, Jordan Peterson talks about the dragon in the context of like the Sumerian thing, which is like, or whatever, fucking way older than Egyptian culture. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a thing. Okay, going back sorry, then. parallel. Yeah. yeah. Tangent. <laughs> yeah, this is the one I said you're gonna love. Yeah, like fucking dragons in Egypt. Like, oh, that's cool. hot. And what was it? What What was the story of it? Or like, what was? It was just something like but being very difficult. Like it was a dragon obstacle that needs to be. So was this something like on the walls, like yeah, painting? Yeah, it's on oh, the walls. Okay. I can show the, the how, how of it. big are these? Like, you when you say three-headed lizard with legs, what size are we talking? Is it like like the length of my arm? Oh shit! It's so like a painting, not like no, it's like hieroglyphs, not like hieroglyphs. That's it's what like, I'm oh, saying. There's hieroglyphs that goes up and down, and there are these big, big pictures that are uh, actual paintings. Right. Okay, okay, I get it. That's so cool. Like the Pira di Serai type of shit. Kind of, kind of, yeah. But cool, not <laughs> stupid. I mean, it's a three-legged snake. It's, it's, it's no, fucking it's cool. A three-headed snake. You know what I realized? Sorry, a, a, a small parenthesis. You know what I realized? I forgot to tell you. Because I, I remember you asked me what I want, and I was like, don't give me something stupid. But then after you left, I, I, I think I said something along those lines, right? Don't give me like a rock or something. But I after you left, I was like, I should have told him to bring something related to like Anubis or Set or something like dark or evil or like super mystical, like the, the thing we just talked about. Yeah, well, the problem is most souvenirs are very... Yeah, generic. I know. I know, I know, and I didn't have the the the. the I'm nerves. not gonna get upset, man. I'm not gonna. Oh no, it's fun. Uh, whatever. Look, it's a funny. gift horse in the mouth, or whatever they say. But, a gift yeah. camel in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, hey, right. Okay, so basically that's it with the, the whole history part of it. And that was it. Like that was the value. Like, just a bunch of fucking writing on the wall and paintings, and then coffins. And, yeah. Huh. Well, it's just a big cemetery. So hmm. what else would you expect? Did it not feel mystical or magical in any way? Or I mean, you're in a place that is like 40 degrees and there's 60 people looking at the same thing that you are. Like, it's uh, kind of hard to feel right, mystical yeah, about it. Okay. Yeah, also, I'm, I'm not... Is it an actual valley? Yes, it is a valley. It's a nice valley. <laughs> right. The desert is... It, the desert is an interesting geographical thing. Because initially Go when I got there, I hated the desert. Like, it looked bad. It was... Especially because you have this idea of when you see a desert, you, you hope that it would look like a Sahara desert, like yeah. be beach sand everywhere. Yes. And it's not. It's very rocky. Really? It's a whole lot of rocks and a lot oh. of debris, like construction material just left on the side of the road. On the desert? 
Well, when there's roads on oh, the desert okay, and there's okay. construction materials around uh, alongside of it. Oh wow! Because Egyptian people don't finish anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the roads. <laughs> wow. Uh, but if you go if you go to the strips and you can see actually from the roads, you can see mountains and the mountains in the desert are kind of interesting. They're very like rocky. Desert mountains. Yeah, the desert mountains. Okay. Like they're not big like rocks. Canyons. No, I mean it's not a canyon. It's basically a big, big valley. This is just yeah. You can see it like it has the shape of a mountain. Like it's okay. not not sure how tall it is. Is it a dune or is it an actual mountain? No, it's, it's rocks. Just a it's tall rocks. Tall. It's rocks. It's rocks and uh, it's pointy and triangly. Uh, Maybe okay. not as okay. tall as a mountain because you can climb the quite easily, yeah. but it looks like it has the shape mm -hmm. of like how you would draw a mountain. Okay. But they're very. Everything is like the whole. Uh, scenery like having it so yellow yeah. and the void of any green and everything it has its own feeling but the mountains themselves are very dark uh, brown oh and if they're far away in the distance they kind of feel like they're becoming transparent or misty because they, hmm. they, you can see like different shades of weirdly enough blue because <laughs> they kind of look blue if you're they're far away and like they look really interesting it's not like a mirage because they're definitely there and they're high up in the sky. Yeah, I'll show you pictures. I'm gonna paint it better than this. But then I saw different aspects of the desert. They actually brought us at some point in this like huge valley with mountains on the side, and like you have to go over a creek, and then there's this place. Like it's not that big, but it looks like a Saharic desert, like with the beach mm. sand and everything, which looks kind of kind of cool. Then we've been to the Bedouin village. Bedouin, like Bedouin. monkeys? Not the, <laughs> not the monkeys. Basically, like, uh, how would you how you have like uh, civilizations that will live inside the jungle, like in tents and everything? Like pygmies. Like pygmies, you have Bedouins that live inside the desert. Oh. Yeah. And we've been to one so of those. The equivalent villages. of pygmies, but in the desert. Exactly. Oh. And they have cool scenery. Fascinating. I has I saw such a cool sunset over there. Like my god, a what? One, sunsets. Really? One of the best sunsets over there. Yeah. Is like the sun and the moon really huge? Mm, not really, but yes, at the same time. So the sun along the day doesn't look that big. Yeah. I have never looked at the sun. I well, I mean, obviously you're in a fucking desert. But when the, it's the last thing you want to do, you'll see when uh, in the pictures, like when it's, it's setting, that it has like this whole aura around it of light, and it feels like a lot bigger. Well, okay, yeah. But also at the end of that trip, because we've been in this particular one, we've been with boogie carts and ADVs inside of the desert. Then we've been to the Bedouin village where I rode the, the camel. Yep. And then we went. We had like this. Uh, show in the desert mm. like they have the specific uh guys who would dance but the whole dance is they're just spinning around like for 20 minutes straight they're just spinning and they have like this uh costume that will go around and feel like a titires, oh, like, like a like a, like a beyblade or like a yeah like a, a space a dreidel and then they have some clips around here and they just open it and then there's two uh saucers seen, around I've it, seen and they open like it that, and they do yeah. like a pizza thing like a pizza dough <laughs> and they just turn around for like 20 minutes I'm like how the fuck do you do that that's cool that's crazy but then wow. when we left we stopped somewhere in the desert like it was empty like nothing around us but there was the moon rising from beneath some mountains and the moon was big and it was like this deep orange 
Like the cheese, like the cheese moon cheese. Cheese made out of moon out a of bit more, cheese. A bit more red than that. The, the, the cheese orange. Matured cheddar, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but brighter. <laughs> a bit more red than brighter. I had yeah, like I this crazy cotter. <laughs> Yorkshire gold, whatever. Yorkshire <laughs> gold. <laughs> so cool sceneries in the desert. Yeah. And cool sceneries in the water. Okay, let's let's talk about the water. Like this, psh, transition, like psh. What was it again? What sea was that? The Red, the Red sea? sea. The Red it's Sea. It's the Red Sea. Okay. I had to Google that because I was, I was, I, I didn't know what the fuck. Because everyone knows by now I'm bad at geography, and I was like, oh, Egypt must be fucking with an opening to the fucking Indian Ocean. No, turns out it's like one of the Nordic most countries in Africa, and it has an opening to. Does it have an opening to? It has the Mediterranean and the Red Sea, right? And up in the north, up uh, Mediterranean in the north and sea and in the the Red Sea in the east. east. Yeah, yeah, in the, the east. east. Yeah, close with like the Arabic countries. Yeah, because okay. Egypt feels more Arabic than it feels African. Yeah, that that is all a thing that I always found interesting. Like it's the the more. most African I felt because like when you think Africa, you think you think Botswana, Nigeria. Yeah, you think jungle or savanna. Yeah. But this is desert. Desert. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. The most African I felt there was dancing with the people. Mm. Shit, I have not spoken how, how, tell the story how we got famous in the hotel. Okay. You got famous? Water. water first, water. <sighs> okay. 